Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. Okay, good. Hell yeah, man. What's up? It's been a long day. One of them days. How about you? How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Actually, my day was was pretty fucking relaxed. Was it? That's good. That's good to have. Yeah, I know. We had a we had a side. I I do. uh, We flip houses. Okay. And on in in between flips, um, we'll do like side jobs. You know, like small stuff. And today was one of those days. It rained most of the day, but uh, it was like a bunch of odd shit. This lady, this older lady, bought a. million dollar house in uh downtown yes. Greenville, yeah, South Carolina. And uh which is only about twenty minutes away from where I live. And uh so she's only been there two months and she needed like just odd stuff done, you know, like yeah. hang up um uh, one of those like uh broom handle hangers, you know, uh yeah. in the cl- in the uh garage. Um and then there was a couple of doors. I think that whatever they had done at the house, like uh, some things settled. So like the caulk around the back of the countertop and the tile was all, you know, pulled away. Yeah. Um, so recalked that like just real basic shit. She didn't like the, uh, the cabinet handles. They were like these uh, straight up and down, like T looking things. And then um, she wanted the round ones. Just basic shit. She was super nice, bro. We got there at 9 a.m. And uh, and she is like, house is like immaculate, okay? It's, uh, you know, she's real clean and stuff. And she's got coffee for us. She's like, oh, I have coffee for you boys. And uh, she had pastries and stuff that she went and bought. I was like, bro, nice. this is, <laughs> you know, I can, usually. I can handle this. I can handle this. This is nice. For real. We're usually we're walking into a, a place that's fucking falling apart, you know. Um. So anyway, it was nice. Yeah. Good. That's good. Hell yeah, man. So uh, welcome, bro. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is awesome. Um, you are a baby goat. That I am. That I yes. am. Yep. Tacos baby goat is your uh, Instagram, and yep. I've been really yep. looking forward to talking with you, man, because. Uh, big news over the last few months that I've just, you know, been hearing about as I'm talking with people with the uh, NSL stuff coming over here. And listen, man, I, I was probably like six months ago and I just started learning about like CSL, uh, speed QB. Um, I literally thought just a few months ago, I thought speed QB was the, the term used for speed soft. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know. Yeah. that That's kind of what, people used to use like that was just like the general term but now now with all these other leagues and stuff joining we're kind of separating our ways from you know the name speed qb that's more a brand than than a style we we play speed soft right so um but yeah just there's there's a lot of stuff popping off right now for for the speed soft there's a lot of leagues forming a lot of leagues popping up right now yeah um, we're we're in a we're in this really great spot right now where we're just starting to go uphill. We're starting to get some really big sponsors. Um, HK army, HK army joined uh, NSL. Oh, shit, um, right. So they're, they're sponsoring NSL. They're sponsoring, uh, the zebras, which is the ref crew. Um, they're sponsoring oh, a few. Yeah. They, they hooked them up with complete gear, uh, ref jerseys, uh, goggles, everything, gloves, neck protectors, everything the refs will need. Um, they're sponsoring teams. They sponsored my team tacos, um, they, they took care of us. They took care of us. Dude, so, that's awesome, man. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. this is like the next step of what needs to be happening for Speedsoft to get to the next level to where it's, you know, where we kind of get, uh, obviously more exposure, but, yeah. uh, working towards getting where we have this, uh, you know, bigger national tournament where yep. we can see a, uh, Who's the best team in America? Exactly. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're we're definitely taking NSL very serious, um, very professional. 
um, yeah. on and off the field. Um, if you've watched any or played any NSL, you'll know that our referees, they don't mess around. Like they're, they're very strict. Our penalties are strict if you're not calling your hits because that's, that's the biggest issue with Airsoft. I don't care what you play, if it's Milsim, Speedsoft, whatever, it's, it's people not calling their hits. That's the biggest thing. So, yeah, um, that, that's something huge that the, the refs take. And, you know, that's, we're, we're trying to push towards that professional, uh, uh, sport. So, taking right. it serious. Well, that was, uh, that was something that was really foreign to me when I started this. Um, so just a little background. I don't know if you know this, but, um, I've never played airsoft. I played paintball. Uh, two of my sons are in their twenties. They start playing, uh, airsoft like three and a half years ago. Uh, I was coming out of, uh, being paralyzed for a couple of years oh, with an shit. illness. Yeah. I was fully paralyzed, uh, for a while. And then, um, it's called a uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome, like totally healthy my whole life. Totally fine. Didn't even feel sick. All of a sudden my hands stopped working. I was like, what the fuck? And then, uh, like four days later I couldn't walk and I was laying in bed for a while. Uh, and so Ooh. coming out of that, uh, my son, I was able to come, you know, walk down here and kind of hang out, you know, walk around the house and stuff. I started a couple of YouTube channels. Um, my son started playing airsoft and I was like, Hey, you know, it was just an idea for another YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, I'll film your shit, whatever. These are cool looking guns, you know, that kind of thing. And then, um, and then that was it. And we did, we started our channel doing unboxings and reviews. So we okay. unboxed up mystery boxes and then, uh, reviewed the guns that we'd get. So they would do some gameplay, um, cause they would play Milsim. They, they like Milsim stuff. So three day Milsims, you know, the, the whole experience camping out and shit like that. So okay. they would go to those. Um, and then they filmed, uh, a handful of them, you know, five or six or whatever, but, uh, we didn't have, it wasn't like they were going every, you know, every month or something. So, uh, most of our channel were unboxing and reviews. Yeah. And then, uh, these guys got busy a year ago. <clears throat> um, I wanted to put some content on the channel and, uh, I was already talking with people kind of like this through our, through our discord, just, mm-hmm. just hangouts, you know, just like, Hey, what you doing tonight? You know, kind of shit. I'm like, Oh, I'm playing this or I'm playing that, you know, whatever. Uh, and we'd bullshit or somebody ask a question about a gearbox. So, uh, cause I worked on, on, I would fix these guys' guns when they break. Yeah. Uh, cause I, I, I did maintenance for in factories for years. So I was mechanically inclined. So I've, Popped up with the first gearbox, springs went flying. I didn't know what the fuck I was I doing. I remember that. I remember my first time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and finding that little uh, anti reversal spring, fuck you, bro. Yeah. Uh, that thing. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that I, I started talking to people and I started recording it and honestly started the podcast uh, on a fluke, like just something to do. Yeah. Um, and that's where. And then recently probably in the last six months is when I really got serious about, Hey, I like doing this. Uh, it's fun. Um, I love meeting new people and everyone I would talk with, it would, it would lead to somebody else. They're like, Oh, you need to talk to this dude. I'm like, okay, fuck. I can talk to people. I don't care. Yeah. So that's kind of how it started, honestly. Um, and then in the last three or four months, I've gotten really interested in the uh, speed soft stuff. Um, and I've talked with more and more speed softers and that's kind of where I'm at now. So I'm yeah. really enjoying, yeah, learning all about what you guys got going on. Yeah, I was checking out some of your past uh, podcasts, and yeah, you you got some speed softers on here too. It's not just not just one thing. I mean, right. we we know that the Milsim side's huge and stuff like that, but speed soft is, is starting to gain some momentum too. So it, it's cool that you know you're you're talking to everybody. You know, if that's what you like to do, yeah. cool, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm it's uh, well, I, you know, I played paintball for six years after I got out of the military and stuff, and. uh I was really into, it. I, you know, I was into it as not as far as the sport goes, honestly, just to blow off steam because we were working a lot of overtime. Me and my buddies, uh, that's who I played with guys from work. And, uh, we worked in a factory and, um, a lot of us were newly married, had like one or two kids, you know, kind of thing. And we just needed a break. So like Saturday mornings, bro, we're just going out there like jeans and a t-shirt, uh, who can get the biggest welts, you know, who can flick the most pain, uh, we didn't give a shit. We didn't have rules. <laughs> we played in my buddy's woods, you know, that was it. So, yeah, yep. we did that for yeah, a that's, while. That's but... where I started. I started paintball. I don't even know. 25 years ago, I started playing. Yeah. Um, played for a while, took a break, had a kid. By the time he was kind of old enough to play, I was like, you know, I used to play paintball, but 
for me and him to both play. That's kind of expensive. Let's check out this airsoft thing. And we just started playing. It was to, you know, spend time with my son. And next thing you know, we're like, hey, let's let's start a team. Let's play these little local tournaments. And boom, now here we are, you know, where we're at now. So That's cool, that's man. Cool. Now, did you start uh, Tacos or did, was it a different team that you started and then? Uh, no, it, it was me, my son, and uh, one of my friends back in the day. Uh, she she uh, super good at social media. So it was us three. We started Tacos. Um, and she was just super good at social media. And, you know, once you get some good edits and films and stuff like that, uh, yeah, we started getting bigger. Then, you know, we did a tryout. And we next thing we know, we have about 14 people on the roster. And, um, yeah, just, just blew up from there. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm running Monk US. So, you know, I, I do Airsoft for a living. That's that's what I do. So yeah. I, I definitely can't complain where this, where Airsoft's taking me. Oh, that's cool, man. Okay, yeah. so this is like, so tell everyone that wants to know how to do airsoft for a living. You know, all these young guys going going into it, they see these YouTubers, they see, you know, and they they see a lot of of fairly new, like when the within maybe you know airsoft has been playing for maybe two or three years that uh, that have sponsors, and they think think a lot of younger players think, oh, if you're sponsored. You're doing it full time, like that. No, that's not what it means. <laughs> no, there, so, there's very few that actually get to do this full time. I'm one of the very lucky. Um, I, I love every day that you know I get to go to work and I, I'm doing airsoft. I'm doing airsoft for for work. Um, but just the way to get into it, you you definitely have to be active on social media so people see you. Um, without that, um, just people won't see. You got to be on social media. Right. Um, definitely go to one of your local shops. Start that way. Get in with them. Um, if you can get a job teching some guns, work in the front counter, whatever. Um, that's just one way to get your foot into the door if you want to go that way. Um, I was very lucky with how I got into Airsoft and, and working with Monk. Um, the guys over in Europe, they needed some stuff done that they couldn't get from Europe. They could only get from the United States. Mm. Um, I had a pretty good rapport with Bert, the owner of, of Monk, um, and I helped him get some, you know, a few products over there for um, some of their Monk guns, and, you know, we just started chopping it up from there, and um, just just gained a friendship from that, and right. uh, next thing I know, I'm filling out paperwork for Monk Customs LLC, so... Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, it's just crazy. So, um, for right now... Kids, <laughs> look yeah. into something else because airsoft's not paying. We're we're trying to get that way. That's what these these uh, NSLs, CSLs, all these speed QB tournaments. That's that's where we would like to get. Where yeah. one day you know we could get some uh, players getting paid. That right. would be the ultimate goal. But until now, stay in school. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right. Yeah, don't quit quit your day job. No. Uh, but you know the, the yeah the social media thing for sure. Like there's uh there's a lot of opportunities uh, to get your name and everything out there, and, and a lot of videos and stuff. You know where you can. I mean, the people that do their their YouTube videos, it's kind of like um uh like a um, interview or their profile. You know their um, portfolio almost you know like hey here's what i can do right yeah. and everyone sees that and, and you build that up you know and it's uh because years ago you couldn't i mean before all this what yeah. we're doing now and all that you couldn't like you had to meet people face to face uh tell them what you did write yeah. something down show them you know whatever uh and it was that one person now you put it out and it's going everywhere where you know more more and more people can see it yeah, and, and these companies want to see you know, what you're doing and how you're doing it. And trust me, they don't want no jackass, you know, kids running around doing crazy stuff, you know, yeah. act professional, look professional, put out professional videos as best as you can. Yeah. Um, talk to people, um, hit up, hit up companies before, before I landed HK, I was emailing all kinds of companies and I send them pretty much a, a you know, a email resume. Of, right. You know, what I've done, what I've accomplished, what I've done for the community and what my team stands for and this and that and help. Just just everything. Um, literally a, a resume through email. 
and hit up companies, hit up companies, hit up companies. You, you gotta, you gotta grind it. Um, I, I've sent out a ton of emails before I had companies really starting to look at us and stuff like that. And it'll pay off. It, it's a long grind, but it'll pay off. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, that's the, uh, that's like anything in life. You know, you, uh, you've got to put in the work before you see the results. That's just yep. the way it is, you know? Yep. So yeah, you're, you're not going to put out one, two, three YouTube videos. And next thing you know, you have speed QB knocking at your door to try to give you free stuff. <laughs> Damn nope. it. <laughs> nope. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Now you're in, uh, you're in SoCal. Is that right? You're in California. NorCal. I'm I'm in Sacramento. So. Oh, you're in Sacramento. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. So okay, cool. Yeah, it's a it's pretty good scene here. Uh, we we got some good, really good, solid teams here that play. Um, we held NSL here uh, last year. Um, had some teams come over from Europe, and of course, those guys they kicked our butt because that's what they do. But yeah, we got some good, solid teams here. We're not too far from, you know, the L.A. scene if we want to drive down there for some tournaments. So we're we're in a pretty good location right here. Pretty good location. Okay. So are you from that area originally or uh, I'm I'm all over. I'm actually originally from L.A., um, okay. born in L.A., raised in Redding, which is very far north California. Oh, yeah. I got a friend then, that's well, a viewer of ours that I've been talking with for three years now who lives up in Redding. OK. OK. Yeah, I'm all over California. So all over the place. So. Hell yeah. Then uh, yeah, our team's traveling. Uh, I'm leaving Tuesday. We're going to Indiana, so we're going to be going over there for NSL. Um, that's that's the first one of, of this year, so it's going to be fun and exciting to see how that is and battle with the, the East Coast boys. So Right. Yeah, so that is uh, next, not this coming weekend, but next weekend, right? Next weekend, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. because so. Uh, so I'm doing a, a group podcast that we do like monthly. Um, okay. I'm doing one. And, uh, this Sunday where one of the guys is, uh, Houdini who is on, uh, HSA. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's, and mm-hmm. so he, we, we were trying to plan the dates and what, what we originally said was that, that, you know, following weekend, he's like, Nope, I'll be, uh, in Indiana for the NFL. We don't, he doesn't need to be in the NFL. No, 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 no. <laughs> I would never sabotage his team like that. Uh-uh. Yeah, no, I, I like Houdini. I've, I've talked with him a few times and stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, we, we jab, jab back and forth at each other and stuff like sure. that. And we had some fun. But yeah, he, he's, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. I can't believe, man, since I got started talking with, uh, some of the speed softers, what a tight knit group you guys are like all the teams know each other. And yeah. I mean, you might hate each other on the field for that oh, yeah, day, do. you know, during that game, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's such a tight knit group. It's like, uh, man, this person tells me about that person is on this team and that team. And then I'm like, dude, holy shit, man. It's cool. Yeah. Cause, cause honestly, there, there's not a whole lot of us. I mean, we're, we're starting to get bigger, but like really like hardcore group, uh, teams, there's not a whole lot of us. Like I take this shit serious. Yeah. I I don't sleep at night because I'm thinking about airsoft. Um, <laughs> in fact, I woke up this morning at one thirty in the morning. I I had two hours of sleep and I woke up thinking about work and everything. But but yeah, we're we're Oof. there's there's not a whole lot of us hardcore teams. So yeah, right. we we like to you know get together, pick each other's brains, then you know make fun of each other on the field and stuff like that. Same old stuff, high school football stuff. But sure, man. Um, yeah, yeah. We, do you we, guys do uh do you ever watch uh people's like YouTube videos or or videos of games where you kind of watch film like you study yeah. the other team oh, yeah. the, their their play I, style and that shit Yeah, I I've I've watched every minute of every NSL um if there's like a CSL tournament I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd for this stuff. I watch everything. CSL tournaments, I go back and watch gameplay GoPro footage. I watch everything. Um, I watch a lot of the Europeans and how they do it because um, I'm going to be playing everything, but Taco's main focus is NSL this year. Right. Um, so I watch a lot of the Europeans and, and see how they do it because they're they're just so dominant. Like they they have they 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 have everything down perfect. So I'm why is that? Them. Like I was really I was really surprised. I guess uh, when I started learning about all these tournaments that we have here, uh, Speedsoft stuff, and um, I I wasn't. I guess I thought 
you know, because I'm like I said, I'm naive. I'm I'm very new to the airsoft world. Uh, just three and a half years. Um, honestly, three and a half years. I'm is when you know that's when I got introduced just to the airsoft in general. Like yeah. when when I went from going what airsoft? Like, like you're playing airsoft, like those little kid things with the clear plastic shit that I bought you when you're twelve. That kind of thing. To they bring in their M4 that's all decked out and i'm like holy shit um that kind of thing was three and a half years ago and so that was my you know i i knew nothing and so just a few months ago learning about more of the speed soft stuff i guess i assumed there was um there was already like a national type of ranking system and tournament that everyone played together and uh i didn't know and then when i heard about nsl for the first time just a few months ago um i uh somebody was telling me it might have been houdini uh, was telling me like how more advanced they are, I guess, or maybe more experienced uh, than more, we are. As far they've as been playing NSL probably about a year longer than us. So, okay. and, and if, if you're not familiar with NSL, there is a lot of rules to it, um, a lot of little things that you just need to know and, and what to remember and how to do things. And yeah, it, there's a lot to it. It's not just your typical, you know, speed soft. You go out there five v five, shoot each other until they're dead. Um, yeah. It's literally like playing football and airsoft. It's yeah. the best way to, to do it. You it's have more complicated or more complex uh, rules, yeah. rule set, and uh, which it should be. I mean, if you're, you know, when you get to, and I've, I've, I think I was talking with, you know, a couple guys about this, like, and it came up in conversation. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, when you get to the next level, you know, let's say you take any kind of sport like we play now, like football or whatever, you're in high school. You know, the refs in high school games, they're shit, bro, right? They're like, yeah. <laughs> you know, they miss things. Yeah. They're, there's favoritism, whatever home field you're playing at. Um, and then, uh, and, and so people, you know, the teams aren't held to a real high standard of play, you know, for yeah. skill. College, way different, right? You've got to get that, you got to get that one foot in if you're catching the ball on the sideline, you know. Uh, pro, you know, tons more rules. That you got, you know, especially now with the, uh, you know, no hitting in the head kind of thing, concussion stuff. So all the safety, um, right? So I mean, you know, the as you go in a higher bracket, the 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 skill goes up, the skill level goes up. There should be more rules. Like that is, uh, you know, you can have that. You know, it's not like, um, you know, it makes the game more. uh, I guess everyone needs to be more proficient at their job on the field. That's 100% what I love about NSL. Um, Like I tell everybody, it's just as mentally exhausting as it is physically exhausting. Um, Because depending on the rounds, you might play 10 minutes, 15 minutes rounds, and they're really fast. NSL's designed to play very aggressive. Um, We don't want you sitting in the back bunker shooting at each other. All the big bunkers are towards the middle, so that's where everybody's going to push. It's just designed to be a lot more aggressive. Um, But then... You don't have very long to think of, you know, what what you're going to do the next round, you know, because you have one minute in between rounds. So you're loading BBs, you're talking to your team, trying to figure out what to do. It's it's chaotic. So you definitely have to be prepared. Um, if you could have a coach, a, a coach would be amazing to have on your sideline. It's it's just that next level. Like I don't disrespect any organization out there. I love all the CSLs, uh, Speed QB. Uh, Syndicate, like just all those, like it's it's great for the sport. I right. just feel NXL is that next or NSL <laughs> is, is <laughs> that ball. next level. It, it, it's uh, you know, it, it's professional. Like we're not saying that no other organization isn't professional, no. but that's just what we hold our players to that sure. standard of professionalism. Yeah. And we're just trying to we're trying to push it to the the top, and that's what we want to be. That's what we're going to be like. <clears throat> When I went over to Netherlands last year and they had the Nations Cup, I don't know if you know what the Nations Cup is. No. Um, <clears throat> sorry. It's NSL format, but what they do, they bring the best players from each nation. Last year they had six nations there. Uh, see if I get these right. Germany, Netherlands, Spain, France, Italy, and there's one more in there. Um, but they, they bring the best players over and say – Whoever is or whoever is the coach of that team can only take three players from one team. So, like, if I was a coach of USA, um, I could only take like three tacos, or go down and pick three SYG players, or three uh, HSA players, 
That way you can't, you know, you can't go pull your own team. But it, it's it's designed to get the best players. And when I was there last year, I wish USA was there because they line up the players, they play the national anthems for these Holy for these countries. Shit. And like just to hear a national anthem at a airsoft event. Right. I, I had goosebumps. Um I know we're gonna have a team USA there this year. I'm putting one together. I know I'm going to be a baby. I'm going to be balling because, you know, playing. <laughs> You're wor- you've been anthem. in it so long. You've worked towards this this thing, and here we are now. Here we are. Next it, step. It, it's amazing what, what NSL is doing. Um, just by having, like, an all-star event like that is, is epic. It's so epic. Um, then they're going to do, a few months later, they're going to have uh, the Globals, which is the best teams. There'll be three of the best teams from each nation will go there if they can make it, like, Three teams from USA, you know the top three teams will you know, go there and compete. So, kind of the dude. Super Bowl. This is it. Then this is what I've been asking about when I first started learning. You know, hearing about Speedsoft, I'm like, my like I said, my first one of my first questions, like, right, who's the best team? You know, because I think the the first time I asked somebody, I was like, so who's the team to beat in America? You know, and uh, they're you know, and it was kind of like their idea of like, oh, like Murder Inc., SYG. There's you know, naming off a bunch of teams. You know. I think that's how I, I think asking that question is how I found out about tacos actually. Um, so yeah. And then uh, LTD uh, I, I was talking to King Lobo and he was like, I said, who would you want to play against? You know, if you could choose, he's like, I think LTD he goes, I know everyone says, you know, SYG and murder Inc and all this stuff, but I think uh, I'd like to play LTD. I was like, Oh, okay. I never heard of them, you know? So I'm learning about all these teams and I was like, and that kind of led into, so who's the, who's the best team in America? Well, we don't know. It's like this, this, and this. And I'm like, where's the championship? So this is it. This is what's going on. And I, so go over how did, how did NSL be, uh, come over here? Like what, what had, what happened and what had to happen and why did they, kind of bring it over here now we'll be right back this episode is sponsored by skirmish the future of airsoft gameplay management are you ready to take airsoft to the next level skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net. And check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. Um, so a, a lot of it, like it, it over in Netherlands, it's huge there. That's all they yeah. play. Um, very seldom do they go out and play, you know, five v five or anything like that. Usually, it's some kind of practice for NSL. It was huge over there, um, and a lot of it was the Monk products because um, the owner of Monk also started NSL. So oh, he shit. he did both of those, um, and oh, we were okay. just needed. We needed something over here. Um, a lot of the European grips, the monk grips, started coming over here and, and just playing that quicker style. Um, and he just, he knows, like, as big as it is where he's at, he knows that it could be so much bigger here in the U.S. Mm. There's so many more players. There's so many more cities. Because um, they only do it out of, well, at the time, one field. Now there's multiple mm. fields. We have fields in Canary Islands. Like, they're they're popping up everywhere. But uh, there's there's just so much potential for it, and exactly like what you said, who, where's the championship? Who's who's the yeah. best? Um, you know, there, there's all these all these other organizations, and <laughs> I know I got to keep saying it, but there's no disrespect to them, but they're no. they're kind of regional. Like you have CSL in the east, you have Syndicate right. that, that's kind of on the west, and you know, there's just not anything big, and and this is the biggest thing that we've had so far. And um, it, it's something we need. Like we need to figure yeah. out who's the best teams and going through NSL is the best way to do it. For in my sure, opinion. man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't think those guys, um, Roy or whatever with speed, I haven't talked to him yet. I want to. And uh, Keegan, I had him on uh, for uh, CSL. None of those guys would get their feelings hurt, you know, about that, that they, they know what they're, yeah, they're they know where they're I've, at. I've talked to all those guys, and, and they know. Yeah. I just don't want to come off 
as like uh, sounding like uh, yeah, ours is Only the best shit. Yeah, yeah, right. No, play, no, no. play every organization. Play, try different right. guns. Try this. Try that. Do try whatever. Right. Whatever makes you happy. Well, it is, but but you know what? And what you're saying is, and if anyone's confused, <laughs> which you shouldn't be, but anyone that's confused, what he's saying is, uh, NSL is the next level of the skill level. That this yeah. is the the elite uh, play style. And and game type that Speedsoft needs uh, to go up. So this is you know this is the top tier kind of uh, tier one or whatever kind of uh, events. Uh, I mean, Milsim has the same thing. You got different Milsim uh, coordinators and event hosts. You know, you've got Third Coast Airsoft that does a way more relaxed type of environment. They'll do two and a half days, but you know it's more relaxed. Uh, a lot of breaks in between, you know, games and stuff, and yeah. then. Uh, and then you got on the other end, Milsim West, you know, hardcore as fuck. Um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, there, the, you know, and it's a great, it's great for the sport in general to have yeah. all these different options for mm-hmm. people to go to in different parts of the country and different play styles. You know, if there was only Milsim West, very few people would play Milsim. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know, but yeah, this is, uh, in fact, um, I'm talking with, I'm not sure who from NSL, but they hit me up soon after I, uh, you know, set this up with you. Uh-huh. So, and I know you're connected with those guys about, you know, helping them kind of set up over yeah, here and stuff. It was the NSL America website or I Instagram. That was me. Um, but it was probably the official, um, which they're out of Europe. There, there's, there's a lot of us that run, different IGs and this and that. So, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know who it was. They, um, well, I thought maybe it was maybe you or somebody you, you know, you knew here. I thought it was NSL America or something. And, uh, I said, well, what, uh, what, what time zone are you in? It was when I asked him, you know, so we could set up the the time for the podcast. And they said, uh, we're in the Netherlands. So okay. it's six hours ahead of us. Yeah, like, that, oh. that was probably the NSL official, uh, yeah. Instagram. Then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm talking with them tomorrow, which I'm really stoked okay. about too. So you today, them tomorrow. Uh, so and then of course the the event is next weekend. Man, I'm yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's cool. Yeah, every month. Uh, let's see, we're in Indiana next month or next week. Um, then we're going down to Tampa, uh, going over to Rhode Island, Sacramento. And back to Rhode Island for the championship. So we're we're Bro. pretty darn busy. And, and um, yeah, there there there's a lot of traveling. That you know, if you want to be the best, you got to travel to the events. I'm sorry, that's what you have to do. That's yep. where we need sponsors to start stepping in. That's why it's mm-hmm. awesome that HK is helping out so much with teams and players. Right. Um, but yeah, that that's the next level. And I know a lot of people complain um, because our events are roughly around six hundred dollars mm-hmm. um, per team. Which yes sounds expensive, but it's a two three day event. Like it, it's that's not for just, the whole team. Yeah, yeah. So that's so, not that bad. <laughs> no, but people hear six hundred dollars and they're like, "Oh, that's so much." Well, if you got ten players on your team, which we have, um, that's what I would recommend. That's sixty bucks. Damn, for that's day, for a three day event. That's twenty dollars a day. Bro, these Milsims my boys are going to are fucking two hundred fifty bucks a ticket, and that's just the basic. And that's so. If you want to do a tier one, which is a night game on Friday night with a helicopter and shit, that's a totally separate ticket. See, that's dope right there, though. That's cool. Helicopters and stuff. <laughs> Fucking a, dude. Come on. I mean, if you know these guys, that's what I was talking with a couple guys last week. Like, man, I, I, can you imagine? Right? There's this thing out here where these guys graduate high school. Maybe they go to college. Maybe they don't. Uh, some of them want to go in the military. Maybe they can't medical thing or you know the family obligation or whatever and um but they they like all that military type of stuff you know the tactical gear and all this kind of run gun and shit you know and they've been playing airsoft for years and then okay well here's an event you can really play military for three days you want to fly in a helicopter and shoot down on people fucking a bro go uh you want to sneak around with a with an elite squad at night and do night you know wear night visions for 20 grand you know like you can buy your own and take them or they they rent them they started renting them now at these mills i mean there's so much you could do 
Uh, so anyway, yeah. 600 bucks for a fucking team is, in my opinion, is cheap as hell. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's just registration. Like, it, it does start to add up once you start, sure. like, for us to go to Indiana, you know, plane tickets, hotels, rental cars. and, and yep. But you get you, you get a few players on your team and everybody's paying, you know, a little chunk and yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. If that's what you want to do, you'll make it happen for sure. But, Hell yeah. yeah. Well, you get, and you have enough time to plan in between. Like, you know, what's coming up ahead of time. It's not like, Oh, surprise. That, that's next the biggest weekend. thing that the NSL tried to come up with this year is make sure we have a solid schedule. Mm. People know what the dates are, when to register, when registration closes. Um, because, you know, doing everything as early as you can, that's always the cheapest, plane tickets, all that stuff. Yep. So, um, yeah, people that's just right. got to got to plan. Like like I said, this is a professional league. Act professional. Start taking responsibility, getting your team signed up. Yep. You know, it, it's a lot of work to, you know, organize a, a team to go over. So, For sure. You know. Well, you know, the thing is, too, these guys that play casually, they think they're on this level where, they're, yeah, I play every weekend. Yeah, well, how much do you really put into it, right? Like, uh, you're playing one day on a week, like one time a week. If we practiced, you know, if we never practiced in football, we only pray, played, you know, in high school on, on Friday nights, right, in varsity or whatever. You'd be shit, bro. You'd be shit. Yeah. you practice all summer, two days, right, yeah. all that shit leading Running up. Running drills. It's it's not just playing the game. you got to run drills. Yes. Like. If yep. you're playing football, you're you're doing the tackling dummy over and over and over and, and right. hitting the sleds over and over. That's like us. We're working on our breakout breakout drills over and over and, and our right. slides and you know it's not just playing. Like you have to run drills. You have to run this like a real practice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you want that next level. You gotta you gotta step up your game and uh, and get a team and practice and practice practice. Now for uh, running and sliding, like gear. Are there any gear? Uh, restrictions or requirements on uh, NSL that's a little different than what most people are used to? Um, like as far as your outfit, um, your so you, you can't have nothing padded. Um, you, you can have like your, your typical forearm pads for sliding, uh, knee pads, but no no chest, no shoulder uh, pads or anything like that, like mm-hmm. some of the paintball jerseys have and stuff like right. that. Um, of course, a full face mask, you know, your typical HK mask, dye, all that yep. stuff. Um, but really, there, there's nothing special. You could go out there with whatever you want. Um, a lot of people still run HPA with the backpacks. Um, so, yeah, it, pretty much whatever your style is. Um, yep. One of the biggest, I guess, equipment things is you could have you could go out there with unlimited mags, however many you want. Um, they just can't be over 200 rounds. Gotcha. So... That, that's usually the biggest equipment thing that gets people because, you know, they, they run uh, high caps or, or mm. you know, some of the new EPMs that hold 250 rounds or right. whatever the craziness is. But, uh, but yeah, equipment-wise, just get out there and play. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so do you guys uh, – is there a – you've been playing for a long time. You have experience. Is there a um, a good style of knee pad – that you guys wear that like slides better on uh, some of these fields. Well, no, we, we, I mean, we slide pretty good on the concrete. Me, I'm old, I'm broken. I was a firefighter for 18 years, so my oh, body shit. is just beat up. Um, so I, I, I used to wear, and I still do sometimes, depending on how I'm feeling, like the hard shell knee pads. Yeah. Um, and I, I went to like Home Depot and got the thick padded because <laughs> I'm, no I'm beat up. So when I run and slide. Like, I don't want no pain. Um, right. But these kids, they're running so fast. You know, just, just a, a regular um, little pad, knee pad, they're fine. It's just so you don't, you know, bump your knee or whatever. But people are sliding everywhere, no problem. Um, hopefully, um, we could start going over to turf. Uh, we have a lot of, you know, concrete fields that we play on or uh, – arenas that we play in and stuff like that. Um, over in Netherlands, it's nice turf. They slide for days. Mm. Um, Indiana's turf, so that's going to be fun. To, it, it just hurts less. So hopefully, right. you know, we can start getting some turf fields and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. That's gotcha. why you got to practice your slides. 
Yeah, I saw. Uh, I saw. There's um, a girl I follow. Uh, I can't remember what team she's on. Her uh, her thing is uh, Fire Pants or TK. I knew, or I knew you were going like to say that. I knew oh, you were going to say her name. I knew it. You did I knew you, you really? Because I saw a video where she's practicing sliding. And she slides for days. Yeah. I think the one video she put up is like she slid into the barricade or something, you know, like she does. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's fire pants. Yeah. yeah and, and if you look at it, she only takes like two or three steps off the break off wall and she slides twice as far as she's running. Yeah. That's yeah. that turf that they got over there. They got, they got some good turf, but gotcha. stuff's not cheap either. So, yeah. But, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah, you got. So how did you, um, how did you bring it over here? Like, what was uh, between you and Monk? You guys set it up, right? As far as bringing the the tournaments over here. Yeah. yeah. So there was was there a lot of planning? Um, let's say last year before you you actually said, okay, we're about to, you know, we're ready. We can release the the info or whatever. Yeah. yeah there there was a lot a lot of a lot. Um, okay. So I started doing Monk over a year ago here, um, not full-time at that point. Um, went over there to the Nations Cup. I can't even remember what month last year. I yeah. think uh, September. I, I don't know. Um, July, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> and, uh, I went over there, and Bert wanted me to see it live. Because like, I've watched him on, on YouTube, but watching it live is just a completely different experience. Um, and the goal was for me to learn how to run it, um, and come over here and, uh, you know, start running them here. Um, still the goal. My problem is, is I, I love to play. So Bert, Bert's let me play some this year, um, gotcha. and kind of still learn, learn how to run it and stuff like that. But yeah, there was a lot of planning, um, cause we had to, we had to talk to fields and convince them this new style, like trying to explain how NSLs ran, it's complicated. It takes a little bit of time. Like if I was to, if you don't know anything about it, it would take me at least a good hour for you to get a knowledge of, of exactly what's going on. Cause there's a lot to it. So there was a lot of meetings that we had to set up with fields and explain them, explain to them what we're trying to do, what we're trying to bring, um, talking to sponsors, trying to get them on board. Um, now, what was your biggest team, obstacle right? with uh, with the uh, fields? Because I, I've heard a lot of things, you know, with field owners, it's like, what is, uh, and they, I know, I understand why, you know, they have to kind of think this way. Like, this is their business. This is something that they, maybe a property that they bought, that they invested in or renting or leasing uh, for years, maybe. And, um, you know, recently in the last couple of years, uh, you know, Airsoft is starting to really take off. I think, uh, you know, COVID lockdown, everybody yeah. watching YouTube videos, I think it really helped yeah. kind of push that because once everybody got out, it just blew up. And um, so these field owners are like, well, what, I mean, I can, I get so many people here in a weekend, you know, I make X amount, whatever. Um, what, what are you guys, you know, offering? Like, what is the benefit of hosting one, right? Like, oh, is that an obstacle that you had to overcome? Um, there, There's... Two major ones. Obviously, what you talked about, how a lot of the fields, they, they make their money off their weekend players. So to right. hold a tournament, sometimes, you know, they're breaking even. Who knows which way it could go. But mm-hmm. two of the biggest issues talking to field owners, one is um, NSL fields. We try to make them exact field. Every field should look exactly the, the same. Yep, mm-hmm. same layouts. Um, we just dropped the layout a few weeks ago of, of what the NSL field should be like. So that's the biggest and one of the hardest things is to have a field be able to commit to putting in, you know, the bunkers that we decided and have that layout um, and to be able to spend the money to maybe build more bunkers or change your field. So that, yeah. that was the hardest thing and, and to convince them to do that. Um, we just want everything like no home field advantage. Like we don't want to play yeah. on one style. Then we go play the championship in Netherlands on a complete different field that they've been playing on for a year. Like, just, you can't you have know, that. You got to eliminate those variables. Yeah, you've got to eliminate those variables so that the the only variable of or determination of who is the best is the team skill. Like yeah. you got to remove the. You know, you can't like you said you can't play a different. So 
speaking of that, that that was probably difficult to find or I guess decide which fields to approach first because there's a lot of indoor fields that their structures are pretty fucking permanent. You know what I mean? Like you've got, you know, stairways going up, you've got rooms that they've built, you know, that they would have to literally just tear down, you know? So how did you guys decide that? Yeah, that that was one of the hardest things is is just finding the right location. Because we know that every field is not going to be exactly the same. We might not be able to do this, how we could do that. You know, um, the field here in Sacramento, we got it almost exactly the same um, last year as, as the layout. Um, but yeah, we just try to find the field that could do it. Um, Bert came over here for about, I don't know, about three weeks and just literally flew from city to city to field to field. Like every single day he was at a new field. It was crazy. Like, um, then the last week of his trip, he ended up in Sacramento and that's when we held the NSL. So he was going to every field to make sure, you know, because he's got a very specific way of how he wants it. And, yeah. you know, if, if you can't do it, you can't do it. I mean, that's so, how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that's that's some of the hardest things is, is finding somebody who is willing to make the changes, you know, for this field and, and wants to be part of the, you know, the bigger thing. Because it, it's not just that event. It's the next one. Then the next – and mm-hmm. two this year we're holding there. Then next year we might bring the championship. Like, because yeah. everything's not going to – go to Netherlands um, this year. Yes, we're doing Nations Cup there. We're doing uh, um, um, Globals there. It's it's one of the best fields out there. Um, it's designed for NSL, so that's where we're going to be holding all that stuff. Um, I got a feeling next year we might see something here in Sacramento where the, the Nations Cup is here. All the nations come to, you know, U.S. to do it, or we have the Globals here, which is the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, so – or we go to Canary Islands. Canary Islands got a great field. So oh, shit. okay, well, yeah, yeah, that's cool. We just gotta find the right fields, and 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 you know the owners that are willing to work with us because we have some some strict guidelines that we we got to go by. So, were there some fields that were kind of interested until you said, "Hey, the layout has to be this," and then they're like, "Oh shit, uh, I don't know if we can move the you know move shit every every other weekend." No, honestly, like I'm. I'm finding it where there's more fields that are hitting us up, definitely interested, want to do this. We just don't have the time because there's only so many events that we could do. Right. Um, like it, it, here in the U.S., we're only doing four events, mm-hmm. um, like qualifying events. I mean, because you could only do like once a month at a different city, stuff like that. Then eventually you got to start doing championships and stuff like that. And it, it takes time. So there's only so many events that you could hold. And and that's what I'm finding is more and more fields are hitting hitting us up, hitting me up, hitting Bird up, and mm. it, it's just hard to squeeze them in. And yeah, which is a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, it's so. good good problem to have. That's yeah. I mean, this is uh so. And the other thing too is, um, if you have so many, if you have too many, and not enough time in between to like m- you know get the word out, you know, market it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I mean, you could have a great event, but if nobody knows about it, you ain't got shit. You know, yeah, and, and that's some of the biggest stuff. That's why, like, um, I'm flying out Tuesday, which is the event technically doesn't start till Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, all the Europeans are flying in uh, Tuesday. The refs, um, all the the tech guys that set up everything. Like, we set up cameras for the live stream. We have right. our own cameras. I just shipped a lot of boxes to Indiana. A lot of boxes. <laughs> um, just our our production that we do. We try to do that even next level. Like. You know, the moving cameras, we have a cameraman on the field doing interviews. We have a, a sideline reporter. We have commentary up top. You know, we have our head refs. We have commercials. We have interviews in between rounds. Like, we we, we put a lot into it. We put a lot into it. Um, That's awesome. If it's your thing, sit down and watch NSL for an hour or two. Like, the Nations Cup from last year was great production. Um, NSL in Sacramento last year was was great like they they <laughs> they put a lot into it i probably yeah, spent seen... pretty close to a thousand dollars just shipping equipment from here to indiana oh i'm sure uh, so so just that alone that it was a lot of boxes just for all the stuff that we put into it so yeah you know. I, I i can imagine yeah it's uh it's a big production big level production 
getting uh, everyone, you know, there's a lot of moving parts going on that you got. And this is the first kickoff of it, you know, yeah. um, the first event. So, yeah, good for you, man. This oh, is, hi, uh, we're, we're excited. I am too. Um, <laughs> so where uh, is it? Is it going to be streamed on their, um, the NSL YouTube channel? Is that where? Because yes. I think yes, I've seen uh, that before. Yeah. So all, all, all NSL events will be on their YouTube, uh, NSL official sports YouTube. Okay. So yeah. Well, I'll make sure I put those, you know, any link that we need to in the uh, description of this video and, and of course the podcast part, but, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's good because I remember the first time I heard about it, I was like, uh, they told me, you know, oh yeah, you can like, they, they live stream this and I'm like, where, where do they, uh, cause I've seen the posts, uh-huh. on uh instagram but then i go like and i'm i'm like where oh it's on their youtube okay so i go back to the yeah that's good okay awesome man. yeah we're we're you know we we got a team that just that's all they do is social media and, and putting all these videos together like editing video takes a long time it you know and they, they do great like nsl and monk put out some of the best videos and edits and so yeah, there, there's cool. like you said, a lot of moving parts to it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, when I first started editing for these guys, um, I'm like, I'm I know how to edit because I started like three YouTube channels before the Airsoft one, you know, just to keep from going nuts um, yeah. when I was coming out of you know being sick. So I uh, I'm like I but I was editing like 10, 15 minute videos down to you know like five minutes. And then gameplay. So then we would do an unboxing. It's like maybe 30 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, that I would edit down to about seven minutes or 10 minutes or something. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I, you know, it's it's fine. And then they come back from an event, a three-day event with GoPro footage. And I'm like, what the fuck? My computer broke. <laughs> like GoPro footage films at such a high – like the, the file size is insane. Yeah. Um. And going through, and of course, I'm not there. So I'm not the one, you know, that I don't know what's on this, you know, camera on this uh, little card. So I put it on like, I'm literally watching every second so I don't miss a 10 second firefight, yeah. you know, so I can catch some action. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, editing was a fucking nightmare for me with uh, gameplay. I was like, holy yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, if people who haven't done it, like, they just see a video that somebody puts on, you know, even a little 60 second on Instagram, man, that could take a long time. Like you said, mm-hmm. doing these long events, I can imagine doing a, a three day event. Like, whew, that's a lot of film. You got to go through. Right. It, it, yeah. Well, it, I was it, on their ass when they went, uh, when they first started, I was like, they, they had issues like normal stuff that everyone that starts uh, filming their own stuff. Ha, you know, same problems that everyone else has. So, oh, the GoPro was, uh, it got knocked a little bit. So it was pointing down, right? I'm like, fuck. Like, it, I'm watching the video and I'm, I keep tilting my head up like, I want to see. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and then, uh, the battery ran out and then the, you know, whatever. It's like, and then it overheated and then whatever. So, uh, once we got it all figured out I, and every time they'd come back, I'm going, hey, Y'all, look at this shit you're giving me. I can't edit this fucking shit. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just messing around with them. But I'm like, do better. Do better. And, in fact, film everything. Film on the way there. Give me some B-roll stuff, you know, while you're driving there, on the way back. So they come back after I bitched about it for, like, two months. They come back from this one. And they there was three of them at the event. They all had GoPros. And then one of them had scope cam, too. Oh, and yeah. so they dump, I don't know, eight memory cards on my desk and i and so i look <laughs> I, I you know i got what i asked for and uh-huh, i hated you it you did i hate i was like fuck no uh uh-uh. uh that's yeah yeah i i'm the same way i started with one gopro you know and and next thing i know now i got four gopros um a run cam a, a drone i'm like this is too much i'm doing too much now i got so much film that i'm i'm going through and editing and yeah now, have you gotten the, uh, what is it, the 360 cam thing now? The i360? I haven't done that one yet. That's probably yeah. going to be my next one. That's yeah, probably going to be cool my next shit, one. Those, those, that's some cool stuff. I don't, we don't have one, but I've talked with some guys on here that, that use them. 
and uh and i saw their their footage i'm like how did you get this shot and they're like oh it's a 360 cam I'm like what the hell is that they're like oh it does this i'm like oh my god this is crazy okay it's yeah. cool oh yeah, yeah those, those, those are cool I, i'm i'm just worried those would get shot out or something like that because they're pretty big too like however right. you have them mounted they're pretty big but yeah that'll probably be my next my, my next little fun toy that's cool man hell yeah Bro, you've got a shit ton going on. Wow. Okay. I am so glad that we were able to talk before next weekend. Um, you know, and like right before, because because uh, you are about to be busy as fuck. I am. Yes. So, um, I, I yeah, I run own Monk US. Um, and with Christmas was crazy. I'm sure. Uh, we were running all kinds of deals. Uh, we still got deals. Um, but... Then I decided to be, oh, well, let's move my shop. So um, right after Christmas, I moved to a bigger, better shop. And I don't know if you've been watching the, the news, but California is flooded and raining everywhere. Yes. And power's going out. Internets are going out. And, oh, my, it's been a hassle. <laughs> so the people that have been paying for it is the customers. Because I, I finally, yesterday, was able to start putting out orders so I'm doing orders. I'm trying to run NSL uh, USA, trying to, you know, um, coordinate the guys from Europe, make sure they have everything when they come over here and, and not complaining. I love this. This is what I signed right. up for. Sure. Um, but yeah, there, there's a lot that goes into, you know, what I'm doing daily. <laughs> how's your, how's your family with it? Like, uh, your, your, uh, son and all that, you, you got them helping yeah, so out. My, or son, my son's uh, very supportive. He, he, He's on the team. Um, yeah. So he helps out whenever I need it. I'm very self sufficient. Yeah. Like, I like yep. to do it. Like, right. I got this. I'll do it. Right. But when I do get overwhelmed and I need, you know, some tech work done or something like that, I'll call him. Um, my wife, amazing. She's she's the brains because I'm, I'm just an old idiot firefighter that likes to, you know, shoot plastic BBs. So I'm not very smart. Um, so when it comes to the business side of it, like, I'm just like, hey, hey, wifey, can you help me yep. with this? Like I, I, I had an email from, from my accountant. I, I forwarded it to her. I was like, hey, this is smart person stuff. Can you uh, take a look at this? <laughs> so she, yeah, she's helping me. My team is great. Like, we all got together this weekend and, uh, you know, helped put the shop together and, and got our stuff packed. So everybody's helping me from, from my yeah. team, from other teams. Like, That's good, yeah. man. Good, yeah, good. Getting, getting a lot of help. So, awesome, but yeah, now, have lot, you played? Uh, on and we're only going to keep pushing, pushing forward. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, no, so you got down. the you got the one in um, next weekend, and then you said uh, what three months after? Uh, next month, every month there's there's one every at the month. at the end of every month, just about. Uh, so we got Indiana at the end of this month. Uh, February is Tampa. Yeah. Okay. February okay. Tampa. Then March is Rhode Island. Um, April is Sacramento. Yeah. Then June is the uh, championship back in Rhode Island. Right. Okay. Yeah. Rhode Island is, uh, what is that? Extreme? Yes. Extreme Airsoft. Yep. Yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about that field. Okay. Yeah. They, they got a, a great field, put a lot of money into it. Nice bunkers. So yeah, it, it, perfect match for them. Yeah. So, good. But yeah. Now yeah, on the, uh, on the roster for NSL, um, I've seen, I've been following who's, you know, who's signed up and that kind of thing. The teams have signed up. So for NSL America, is that only teams from America that can, that are yeah. playing in that throughout this whole yeah. season? Okay. Yeah. Cause we, we had a few European teams that want to come over and, yeah. and, you know, in battle, which is fine. But, um, point wise, we're, we're keeping it just Europe and, and America. Um, gotcha. so, um, we have a few different tier systems. Um, our, our regular points is is what we call B tier. It, it's just your everyday tournament where it goes towards totaling points for the championship. Gotcha. Um, NSL also does C tier. Now that's like your local, um, say here I'm in Sacramento, uh, the field that I play at, one of them, uh, Sac County. If they want to just put on a local tournament, NSL format, they can. Um, so, like, if, if Europe wanted to come over for one of those, 
you know, they could just for bragging rights, but it, you know, it's just a local tournament, nothing going towards right. points, nothing like that. So, but yeah, we are definitely trying to keep it and we are keeping it America, um, Europe on their side. Then we'll battle in the, in the championship. Awesome, man, dude. Well, kudos to you, man. You guys, uh, you know, are, are breaking ground for sure. Uh, I'm excited to, uh, to be a part of it as far as watching it unfold this yeah. year. Yeah. And, and thank you for, you know, helping us spread the word and doing what you're doing. And, oh, thanks, you know, I, I see you putting out a lot of these podcasts and thank you for, you know, all the time that you're putting into this and hell yeah. You know, I, you know it, it's, it's appreciated. Oh, I'm, I'm so glad. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's fun. Like I said, I really enjoy it. And I like, I like building this family tree with everybody that's, uh, fairly new. Uh, I've had, you know, young guys on that are like 13, 14, 15 years old, just starting out. Um, I'm, I'm having, uh, guys on that have been, you know, in their sixties have been playing for, you know, 25, 30 years. Um, so it's, uh, I, I enjoy that. I enjoy meeting people just in general, you know, so yeah. Well, I appreciate the uh, kind words, man, for sure. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate yeah. anybody that's, you know, trying to help the sport grow. And, and when I say sport, that's not just speed soft, that's any kind of airsoft right. from Milsim, speed soft, your casual playing on the weekend rentals, like anybody helping the sport. I, I appreciate it. So thank yeah, you very much. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. Well, uh, tell everybody where, where they can find all your stuff and, and all that, all the good stuff you got going on. Yeah. I mean, if you get on Instagram and you're anything about NSL, you'll, you'll know me. Um, tacos, baby goat. I'm on tacos airsoft. Um, I run monk customs us on Instagram. I run NSL America on Instagram. If you're emailing anybody at monk customs, you're talking to me. Um, so yeah, I'm anything monk, and NSL in America, I'm helping run it. Um, awesome. That's that's where you can find me. Um, yeah. One thing I do, I, I need to put this out because yeah, this is this is helping the sport. Um, I, I love how HK, huge sponsor. They they took care of tacos or taking care of other teams. I, I love, and that's what's going to help grow the sport is sponsors. Um, yes, Monk, the owner of Monk, also started NSL, but he's he's really starting to push sponsoring um, his own NSL, but he's right. putting his money where his mouth is. He, he's trying to get stuff out there. If you go on to uh, Monk Customs on Instagram and all you have to do is reshare their, their story, mm-hmm. um, we're sending a 25, 30, 35% discount code out for Monk, Monk items. Wow. And that, that, that's a pretty good, like we weren't even giving those discounts during the holidays in Black Friday. So very yeah. easy. If you're looking to get a monk product, go on there, um, shout them out, and you'll you'll get a, a discount code that you could use um, towards monk. Um, oh, they're also awesome. doing a raffle where they're giving they're giving away a monk gun, um, pretty much one of every product or multiple. Um, they're just giving them out. That's at the end of January, so okay. might want to hurry on that. Yeah, they're, they're they're doing a lot. He, the thing I love about Bert, and I'm not just saying this because I I am monk also. Right. This guy, like, he's not out to make money. Yes, he's got to make a living, but he's about growing the sport. Like, yeah, he he wants these field owners that he wants them to make the money. Mm-hmm. You know, we're making money off Monk. We're doing that. Like, we want to grow the sport, so we're not out trying to make money. We're trying to, you know, make the prices fair, so you know all these teams can start traveling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it's, but it's, I mean, it's, uh, you know. The better you guys do, the better your company does, the better Monk does over in Europe, the better uh, the HK does, the be- you know, when they succeed, Airsoft succeeds. So any new player, they're going to have better things. They're going to have better equipment. You have more money and time to put into uh, R&D, like new things that are going to be, you know, some of the hop, you're going to come out with a new hop, whatever it is, you know, any kind of new uh, innovations that's coming out in uh, airsoft that's coming that has to be driven by you know money drives all of this that's that's just how it is um, I know people don't like to talk about it or whatever you know it's, they feel weird if uh, somebody makes a profit like you're bad or something but uh, they just don't understand how business works um, and so knowing that hey all you young players coming up uh, this is how uh, the world works so if you want if you enjoy airsoft 
um, put your money where your mouth is as a consumer and support the companies that support the sport and uh, like Monk, like <laughs> HK, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's a revolving, it's reciprocated all around, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. You, you said it perfect. You said it perfect. So, yeah. But. Yeah, man. Thank you so much, dude. It's, uh, I, I really appreciate it. I know, like you said, you know, you woke up at one thirty in the morning, like just thinking about all this planning stuff. I know you got to be exhausted, all the planning you've done over the, you know, Christmas and you got a family. Uh, I appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate you being on tonight and, uh, yeah, definitely, thanks. uh, I would love to have you on in a few months after some, you know, these, uh, events, you know, some of the events have come up, come out and, uh, and, and talk about the next, you know, thing that's and how it's going you know I'm down. I'm down i think that would be that'd be pretty cool come on a few months from now when we're you know towards the championship or some of these yeah, nations yeah. cup where you know maybe i can jump back on and talk about that but yeah just to see how it's going i you know i appreciate awesome. you having me on thank you very much all right brother you have a good night man yeah you too thank you very much all right see good you night.